Welcome to Manifit Podcast, where we explore life-sustaining and changing strategies in everything fitness, food, and faith. So pull up a chair and sit at the table with your hosts, Jay Hiller and Jesse Rowley. Morning, Jesse. Hey, Jay. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing really good. Woke up even earlier than my alarm. Because I'm excited. We got our guest, Cody Smith, here today. So thoroughly pumped about our first interview. Yes, I'm super excited. How are you doing, Cody? Good, good, fellas. How's it going? Doing well. Thank you for joining us. We've been uh, in communications for almost feels like a month now. uh, But finally, (laughs) our schedules worked out and we're able to kind of sit down and talk um, a little bit just about your life and how kind of the power of habits have helped you kind of get to the place you are now. Um, so you, if I understand correctly, you grew up in uh, York County, uh, Pennsylvania. Yep. Um, and then now reside in Naples, Florida. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. And so kind of tell us a little bit about your story. What got you to Naples? Like how was it growing up in York County? Uh, so yeah, so, uh, I grew up, um, kind of, kind of a little bit different. Um, you know, I was pretty much predominantly raised by my, uh, grandmother, uh, and my stepfather, my, uh, you know, my dad left when I was seven. My mom passed away when I was about 11. Um, wow. you know, troubled childhood, troubled teenage years, just the whole nine. Um, mm-hmm. you know, fast, fast forward to, you know, my later teens and, uh, I found, uh, real estate. And I found mm. the power of um, just what that could bring and the love for business and the love for learning how, how uh, all of those things work. And yeah. uh, so when I was 19, I started uh, investing in mm. uh, rental properties and oh, I wow. built a decent uh, portfolio in my, in my early twenties with some, with some partners and just mentors and people that just, wanted to also build and, and grow. And, mm-hmm. uh, so we, uh, we, we did that and, uh, you know, long story short, last year we sold, you know, we sold everything that we owned. We left, uh, everyone that we knew. And, uh, we had this, uh, this opportunity to basically start over in Florida and do the, the same wow. exact thing that we did up, up, up there. So, um, that's a very condensed 33 years, uh, <laughs> yeah. we got into Florida, but, um, been with my wife since we were 16 years old. We've been married since wow. 2015. Um, That's awesome. So we've been officially together for half of our lives at this point. <laughs> uh, two two young daughters, four and two, and um, yeah, life is good. Man. So so it's safe to say everybody in this conversation in this interview has kiddos. So if we hear kiddos in the background. No worries. Our listeners <laughs> are 100% conditioned to little ones coming in, crashing in. That's right. Dogs. It, it's it's all good. So don't stress about it if it happens. Mine will probably right. be saying hi here at like some some point. They'll probably run in and, and bust through. So. <laughs> so, That's awesome. While you're while you're in York and you're you're a kid, um, actually when you're first starting as a realtor, uh, when you first started as a realtor, 
what was your idea of a routine with a with somebody that you're going to bring out their ha- uh, go show a house to like you had this mental image of like there I'm going to show like three to four houses and and as like a a day or an experience did you did you have kind of like a an idea of like uh, I think that I'm I'm going to have this couple and they're going to sit here and see for five days could you talk talk us through just a little bit about like how showing a house what the best habit was it more of a social habit was it more of a a scheduling habit or was it more of like an interaction habit that you found yourself being successful with when you first started with like realtors uh so when i was when i was first investing in real estate at 19 i was not an actual agent yet um, oh, I didn't okay. become an agent until about 2017. Um, so I just kind of, you know, real estate for me for the first couple of years was more of just a hobby and just kind of learning and, and getting in touch with a you know, ton of people and just, and just trying to really network. Um, so I was working full time and I was doing mm-hmm. real estate as a side hustle, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, 2016 ish, um, you know, I was, I was the the general manager of one of our uh, divisions for the company that I worked for. Um, you know, just high stress type of job. Very good company. Very good people. I couldn't have asked for better people to work with, work and with. talk to every day. You know. Yeah. Um, but one day, I, you know, I, I was literally driving down the road, and a friend of mine who was already an, an agent and had been for years, I, I passed him on the on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he ends up calling me and he's like, Hey man, what's going on? We haven't talked in a long time. Let's like meet up. Why don't you come over for dinner? So on and so forth. So, you know, we go over to his house. He has this nice big house. We have also, I'm like, dude, how did you get to this? Like, I feel like I've been in like real estate all these years and I'm grinding and grinding and grinding. You're just selling houses. Like you're just an agent. You're not doing flips and you're not doing all these things that I'm doing. Like how, like, what are you doing that I'm not doing? Right. And so he's like, you know, you need to become a agent and you need to get in touch with the right people. And Mm -hmm. so it wasn't long after that, that I literally quit my job. I went to be an agent full time, um, right out of the gate. I didn't have other income coming in. I didn't have other things like we had other properties, um, Mm -hmm. but we never took anything out of those properties. Every profit, every cent that came in from those properties went back into the property to help pay it all faster or, you know, or whatever. Um, definitely put some skin in the game. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so like, you know, like, Right off the bat, it was, you know, you got to call people. There's going to mm-hmm. be leads coming in. You got to follow up with them. I'm going to show you how to do it. Just watch what I do, do what I do, and and go from there. And, you know, 2017, I, I, I knew a good bit about real estate, so I wasn't as new to it, but I was just right. in the sales part of it. Um, okay. And uh, so for me, it was like 2017 was really a, you know, like I like eye opener because this was the first time that I managed my own calendar. I got to manage my own schedule and like just just rely on what I put into it. So for me, you know, I didn't track my calls up front. I didn't track how many people I was talking to throughout the course of the day. I didn't track anything. It was just like on a whim, show up at the office. I was like the first one there. Usually I was the last one to leave. Um, so like, you know, those kinds of things. And I was just working all the time. I just did whatever Mm. it took to get in front of as many people as I possibly could. Mm. Um, but the number one thing that I always told everybody whenever I showed a house 
And even now to this day, um, you know, just think out loud. Because when, yeah. you, when you think out loud, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. I don't own the property. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Right. Um, and I, it, it took a lot of like pressure off of people. And there's like, oh, OK, cool. Like this guy, you know, and you can really start to kind of mirror what these people do. You know, like if like they swear, you throw yeah. a couple swear words, you know, you, you like you're just hanging out with them. Like you're really just mm-hmm. kind of just mirroring what, who they are and what they do and really just hang out and just just be you. And that's what I found that worked, you know, up front. I'm, I'm very upfront and very honest. Um, I'm not good at like sugarcoating things. Um, I'm going to tell somebody exactly what I think. If, if, if they ask, I'm going to tell somebody what, what I think happens. And I can't tell you how many people have been like, man, like, I feel like I bought this house and you sold it to me, but I didn't feel like you sold it to me. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, you kind of just gave me all the information and like, here it was. So that's kind of what like worked for me really. It's just being upfront and honest and just being open with people and just, just being me. Mm. Man. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Like that's a, a great way to go about it. I love the, the honesty. Jay will tell you, I'm a pretty straightforward type of guy also. So that speaks volumes to me. Um, But it definitely sounds like you had to grind a lot in the beginning to kind of get to where you were. Uh, what were some of the biggest kind of obstacles that you noticed that you had to overcome, maybe not just within the market itself, but maybe in your own lives that you had to uh, maybe a mental block or something that you had to step past in order to get to where you are now? So my first half of the year in real estate, um, I matched what my salary was, what my, what my highest salary was. And you know, it was the most money I've personally ever seen. And growing up the way that I grew up, we grew up lower class. You know, there was mm-hmm. a, a point in our time where we were homeless. We were like living yeah. out of the back of my mom's car. Um, yeah. You know, so there's you know a ton of different things in your life that as you grow up, some people drag that stuff with them. And mm-hmm. that that mental block of, you know, who am I to mm-hmm. do great things in the world? Like, who am I to, you know, accept this? Who's going to believe my story, who's going to do this. Um, and so that was probably one of the biggest mental blocks that I had was, am I, am I worthy of this? Am I worthy of what is to come if I keep doing what I'm doing and, you know, kind of scared in a sense, yeah. you're, you're scared of the, you know, you're fearful of the unknown. You're yeah. fearful mm-hmm. of like success like, what if this turns out to be something great and I, I can't handle it? Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you yeah. have this fear of failure. You have this fear of like, <laughs> what if, like, there's no income coming in unless I sell the house. So oh, absolutely. For right. only eating, if I, if I sell and for me to sell, you know, you were grinding all the time. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody cared who I was. And mm-hmm. it was like, you had to create this name. And so, you know, I just, I called, you know, and just called and called and called and just, kept on the phone and just kept in front of people and told everybody that I know, like, Hey, I'm an agent. If you know anybody that knows anybody that knows anybody, like I'll travel, I'll learn. I don't care what it is, where it's at. I'll go like, just tell me. And, um, you know, so that's, that's what I did. I think one of the hardest things to kind of overcome when in, I think in any part of life in general or sales in general is Mm -hmm. staying consistent Having the habits and those rituals and those things that are constant in your life that you do every single day that you get, you get up, you follow that, that routine that's going to catapult you forward. And, um, you know, cause life takes over, like 
we all have kids, you know, and you mm-hmm. think you're going to do one thing at 6.30 and, you know, oh, no. 6.29, your comes it, your, you know, your kid comes in and completely ruins that entire movie. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's, there's all these things that pop up. You know, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I, I'm going to showings and, you know, showing houses and I would get pulled over. So I'm like 20 minutes late. I would go to a oh, show man. and get stuck behind tractors in like Pennsylvania or you know, mm-hmm. horse and buggies. So it's like, you know, you're stuck behind all this stuff and it's like, you, you know, things just happen. Things just pop up and you got to mm-hmm. mentally be strong enough to kind of over, mm-hmm. overcome those things. Yeah. I, I love that when you're talking about the routine that you have, there's certain things that you always got to do and that's, what's going to sit here and set the foundation for kind of success. We were talking in one of our early podcasts about, um, there was a story of a, a, a gentleman that was from Canada and he was also doing a, a uh, kind of like a phone service mm-hmm. and he was struggling and getting frustrated with it. And he actually decided he was going to take a little cup and fill it with paper clips on his desk. And then for each call that he made, he took the paper clip and he moved it over to uh, the next side. Not that it was a successful call, not that it was a, a bad call, just, just that it was a, it was a call and it just like rec, rec, represented the fact that he was able to sit here and do that one task. And then by the end of the day, he had finished all the paper clips and that ended up creating this routine of consistency and the habit. He didn't feel like he was pressured, like, Oh my goodness, we had a bad call. Therefore I feel degraded and I am not able, I don't really want to make another phone call. He started getting into a, like a rhythm and he was throughout the day, it was more of an opportunity to sit here and stay in constant motion. And like we we see that all the time in our life, like when we're trying and unfortunately, our kids are the exact opposite of that. But that's what we're trying to teach them. And so like whenever we get up, we all have our different habits that span from going into the bathroom to shower, to shave, to brush our teeth, to going to the coffee maker and then moving on. Mm-hmm. to waking up on Saturday, flipping on uh, the U.S. Open and enjoying some golf on the couch and then going and showering, shaving and going to uh, the coffee maker. And so when you mentioned that having certain things in like real estate, I really see that not only just in the real estate, it's like pervasive through the entire life when when we really take into account. And so you, you've been able to be successful with those routines and those opportunities and like keeping actual things consistent. And I think that is fantastic and congrats on the success. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of like where we're kind of um, kind of like picking at your notes and trying to figure (laughs) out where, where you went kind of, and that's also what your, your business is about. So that um, just saying that that's awesome. So. Yeah, no, I think you're you're right, Jay. I think um, Cody's story, you know, has shown that you know consistently these small steps can lead to kind of big changes. You know, we talked a lot about James Clear um, and about his one percent approach. Um, curious if you've ever heard of James Clear or any any of them, um, Cody. Yeah. Yes. I actually, um, actually have his book. Um, you know, I've been through, through all of that with, um, you know, and just kind of learning and researching. It's kind of funny because I was already 
you know, I already had my actual tracking sheet and I was already mm-hmm. learning and kind of doing these things years before I ever even heard of, you know, James Clear and what and what he was doing. It was kind of funny because a lot of things that he was talking about in his book, I was, you know, it kind of makes you feel it's one of those things that makes you feel like you're like on on the right track because a lot of the right. things yeah. he's been talking about, you know, in his book and 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 over over the years were is all things that I've been doing prior to ever even knowing who who he was. And right. um, so very good good book, um, you know, learning how to tracking, you know, tracking progress and um, just keeping those, keeping that apple in front of you, so to speak. So, you know, the whole like paperclip into a cup, you know, like if you want to eat an apple every day, keep it in front of you, keep the, keep right. the bowl of apples on the table that you walk past all the time. And I, I think it's the same thing in, in anything that we do. If, if you want to do something in life, keep it in, in front of you, whether it's on a whiteboard, on a piece of paper, you know, paper clips in a, in a cup, apple on a table, whatever it is, try to keep it in, in front of you so that it's, it's just constant um, for you. And that's the one thing that, you know, James talks about, you know, periodically in his uh, book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of tracking, what, what are ways that you've started your tracking um, your progress? Yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of a, kind of a, a, a story behind it. Um, in 2017, you know, when I was, when I was an agent, like I said, like, you know, I really wasn't tracking anything. I wasn't tracking my calls. I wasn't tracking mm-hmm. anything like that. And um, one of the guys who actually got me into it, you know, told me, he's like, listen, man, like you need to start tracking everything that you do throughout the course of your day. You need to track your calls. You need to track how many showings you go on. You need to track how many listing appointments you go on. So then you'll start to see this pattern kind of, mm. you know, throughout the course of your week, you know, and it's, and it's kind of funny because when I first started out in 2017, I was quickly realizing that like Mondays was always my like worst day <laughs> and to find out it's because Sunday was football. So I'd be at a friend's <laughs> house, friends would be at my house. Like, and then I would, I would just realize that on Mondays I made the least you know amount of calls. Mondays, I was not showing as many houses. Mondays, I wasn't mm-hmm. in the in the office. Well, you just kind of, you know, blah, and you're, you're just not motivated, you know. To mm-hmm. like yeah. Things. So I started tracking everything, started tracking my calls, tracking how many showings I was going on and everything. And, and I started learning these patterns. It was kind of funny because as I as I was doing very good in that area of my life, I felt like the other areas of my life was kind of slipping. I was never. Mm-hmm. And. Like, you know, I would wake up in the morning, I'd be out the door before my wife got up, I would be gone all day, I'd come home, you know, at dinner, after dinner, even when I came home, I was still on my phone, I was on my laptop, I was writing offers, I was doing paperwork, I was doing all this stuff, Um, you know, and I never stopped doing what I was already doing. So we were still, you know, flipping rentals, the whole nine ourselves. And then I added this whole other thing that, you know, was just me. And Mm -hmm. um, so you know, quickly started asking myself, like, if, if I can track my sales and I can see progress in Mm -hmm. what I'm doing and I can see what I'm not doing right. And I can make that change in sales. How can I make that change in life? So so like, what are the main areas of your life? Like what, you know, you think about these different things. So I did some, yeah, I did a lot of uh, research on high, like high achieving, entrepreneurs, CEOs, um, you know, just business owners in general. And a lot of them at a certain point in their life 
they all ended up with the same patterns. Hmm. And some of those patterns were, you know, that one of the, that they, they had a very successful career, right? A really successful business, but they had to sacrifice everything mm-hmm. else in their life in order to like get to it. So most of these guys, some of these girls, like so on and so forth, they've, they've shown a lot of common patterns and right. a lot of them were either uh, divorced once, if not mm-hmm. multiple times, they had mm-hmm. little to no uh, relationship with their spouse. If they were s- still married in mm-hmm. addition to not really having a uh, relationship with their kids um, yeah. you know, a lot of them showed signs of being out of shape. They were not right. happy with their own health. They weren't confident mm-hmm. with their own health. And one of the first things that, that they gave up was like their own hobbies. Like they mm. stopped playing golf. They stopped, um, you know, playing tennis. They stopped going out with their, with their friends and they stopped doing the small little hobbies that made them, them, that made them who mm-hmm. they, who they were and things to just kind of like relax and just take off that pressure. And so, you know, a lot of these people that I was seeing um, that I was like learning about, I was like, okay, listen, if I'm questioning how I can track my progress in life going forward, what they have in their life and what they've gone through, that's where I see myself heading. That's exactly yeah. what I'm doing myself. Because mm-hmm. I'm doing good in like real estate and we're doing awesome, but I'm losing touch with my wife. I'm losing touch with my friends. I'm losing touch with, with what makes me, me, my, my hobbies and what things I, ge- I genuinely like doing. So how can I mm-hmm. fix that? So, um, you know, somebody a long time ago, um, I think the, the, you know, the quote is um, where progress can be measured, progress can be made. Mm-hmm. And so I started I like writing down my goals twice a day. I started writing, you know, just different things throughout the course of my day, what things I wanted to do, um, you know, journaling, like just different things that I would do throughout the course of my day. And I would just keep these things in, in front of me. And it started out every single day, a blank sheet of paper. And that's where it went. And then eventually I turned that blank sheet of paper into a template that I would just print out the actual template. I'd fill out the actual template. You know, you'd have your your quote of the day, your what things you're grateful for, like getting in that like Mm -hmm. attitude of gratitude mindset, um, writing down your goals in the morning, what things you wanted to get done, your your like checklist to the things that you want to actually do. Um, you know, positive talk for yourself and mm-hmm. you know, just all these different things. And it was after you got used to filling us out a couple of minutes here or there through the course of, of your day and your calendar, like I had my, my calendar on and everything and I wrote it out. And then uh, that turned after a couple of years of doing that and having binders like stacked up full of all these <laughs> different papers every day. Um, you know, over the, daily library. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so then I turned it into a uh, Google sheet. And so every okay. day I could go in, I could just create a, a copy of the, of the blank template, fill it out and mm-hmm. go, you know, about my day. And I could save that into Google. And it was always on my phone. It was always on my iPad. It was always in front of me. So rather than carrying around an actual piece of paper, I could, it was, all, it was just on my phone. And so brilliant. when I moved to Florida, um, I, you know, about a year ago, um, you know, I started coaching people how to use this actual tracking app. So then I create an actual app out of it. And that's where the geared for life, you know, app is now. And, you know, people use this and it's the same exact template, same, same format, things that I've used for years now. And just 
just doing all of that research from all those high, like high achieving, highly motivated, like entrepreneur or like that, those people that are just, you know, mop two hair on fire all the time. Don't stop, wake up, grind until you pass out, go to bed. Like, you know, that's, those are the people that I was like, okay, how did they do it? And then right. I put that into a you know tracking sheet and create an actual app out of it. And, you know, you can go to uh, geardforlife.net and you can learn more, you know, about that actual tracking mm-hmm. sheet and how it works and, you know, just tracking your overall habits. And it gives you an actual weekly tracker. So every day you fill things out, it creates a weekly tracker for you to give you basically kind of like a uh, progress report on what you did or how you did for your previous week. And mm. what was crazy was that in sales, if, if there was a week where you didn't make, you know, X amount of calls, you knew that the next couple of weeks probably wasn't going to be as busy for you because mm-hmm. you weren't consistently keeping up with it in life. If you're not having date nights with your wife and you're not communicating with your spouse, you can almost track where that pattern is going to end up. Yeah. If you're not doing Fact. things that, you know, help you be you. like, I just mm-hmm. had, yes, yes. Like health scare, you know, because mm-hmm. of like stress and all these things that were happening and being like 33, you know, the doctor was like, man, like you need to figure out how to handle stress or you're not going to see fifties. So yes, like, you need to figure this out. And it's the same exact concept. If you're not doing things that, take some of that pressure off, relieve who you are and just kind of take that, that time for yourself. You can see where that's going to lead you. And that's what that, that weekly tracker does. It, it Beautiful. shows you where you're headed. Beautiful. Oh, no, I didn't have anything. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, no, I, I love that. I mean, wow. That is quite amazing. Um, kind of, maturity and, and story that that developed um across across your life and really that it kind of summation a good summation of of kind of the things that we've been hoping to um educate and instill not only in our own lives you know this podcast was started for us to learn as well but but in the lives of our listeners and uh man cody just thank you so much for for sharing that that's a that's amazing and i don't want to dive too much in depth because we're going to get more into um kind of uh your geared for life company and then kind of a little bit more into your story um in our next um episode um but i I am curious um what was the biggest kind of uh changes that you had to to make to get out of that um progress or that that projection that you were seeing yourself travel to be like the the high entrepreneurs and business people uh what were the the little steps that uh you did actively to re-pursue your relationship with your wife um and re-pursue your your hobbies to stay grounded Yeah. So um, after doing some of the uh, research, I was basically able to break down life into four main areas. And this isn't anything new. A lot of people call it, you know, core four, you know, the main four. It's just different areas Mm -hmm. of your life that you can just put different things into a category, essentially. Yeah. Um, So I did, you know, four. So geared, the number four, and then life, L-I-F-E. So livelihood, identity, fitness, engagement. Mm -hmm. 
And mm. so the overall gear part of it is that, you know, one gear affects the other three. How yes. much or how little is totally up, up to you. So if you're consistently working in the like livelihood section mm-hmm. and that's all you're doing, kind of like I was doing 2017, 2018, just working in one section, the other gears aren't really turning. They're not really doing a whole lot because you're not focusing on that. You, you don't experience in life what you want. You experience in life what you focus on. So whatever you focus on is where that energy is going to ultimately go. If you focus on fitness and working out every single day, eating right, and you're focused on it, you can tell, you can stand two people side by side each other and almost tell which person's more focused on fitness and which person's Mm -hmm. not so focused on fitness. Um, The same way with their wife and their kids and so on and so forth. Like we all have those friends and Mm -hmm. some of our friends are more uh, engaged with their kids and some of them aren't. And you can mm-hmm. stand them side by side and you can tell where their where their focus is. And so for me, I think it was just a matter of really honing in on what on what that superhero version of myself looks like. Like mm-hmm. if I had to take myself, put myself into the most perfect example of who I can be in those four main areas. You know, what mm-hmm. does my wealth look like? How much money is in the bank? How much money am I making every month? What am I doing as my, as my career? Um, yeah. you know, uh, uh, identity, fitness, engagements, you know, like what are my hobbies? What do I love doing? How often am I going to work out? What kind of shape am I in? What does my diet look like? How engaged am I with my wife or my friends or my kids or my neighbors or my community or my church or whatever the case is, what does that perfect person look like? And then you Mm -hmm. can essentially start taking little chunks out of that and saying, if I do this every single day, it's going to create a leap and I'm going to take these small Mm -hmm. steps and create a leap. And I think one of the hardest things that people have to overcome is we all want it now. And because we have Google and because we have an iPhone in our pocket, because we have the internet, nobody essentially searches for anything anymore. They just Google it. And then the, and then the answer is there. Right. Yes. That's just the There's world. No that work. In. So when people create a goal or they want something in life and it doesn't happen overnight, they're, they're very apt or very, very quick to just quit. They're very quick to just give up because they're not seeing what, what they want to see instantly. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I always tell everybody like you don't eat a whole pizza in one bite in, a, in an instant. The yeah, right. No, you know, cut into slices. You take a bite. You take another bite, and then you finish a slice. And if you think about it, each bite is a step. Mm-hmm. Each slice is a leap. And then That's eventually, true. the goal would be to finish the whole the whole pizza. But you got to take steps to add up to the leaps. And so it's mm-hmm. the same same exact thing. You know, if you want to if you want to be more uh, engaged with your wife. You know, waking up one day and just making all these crazy changes and thinking you're going to stick with it. And then like the next day, your wife isn't as, you know, she's not jumping her bones and she's not like all. (laughs) And you're kind of like, well, like what happened? Like I just made all these changes. It's consistently doing those things over time. Consistently having date nights every single week. Consistently setting time aside to for you two to just talk. Consistently Mm. communicating. And I think that goes into all four areas. And I think that, mm-hmm. that, I think you're that, right. You know, that, that kind of really sums up 
where you're ultimately going in life. And I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that I had to change personally was taking that superhero version of myself, breaking it down into small steps and knowing that it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going mm-hmm. to happen next week, but I can't change everything that I am overnight, but I can make changes now that's going to consistently change me over time. Mm. Man. Yes. I love that. I love that. Well, let's stop there for this episode. Um, I'm man. That was, that was great stuff. I love that. Cody. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah. and, and excited to, to follow up in our next episode. Um, so tell our listeners where they can find you at again. So you can find me at uh, Gulf Coast underscore Cody, um, Southwest Florida on Instagram. Um, you can follow the uh, Get Geared for Life um, Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can go to uh, gearforlife.net and you can search and, and, and see how all those things work and, and how the Gear for Life company is and, and what all that does. And um, yeah. Perfect. Um, you got anything, Jay, before we, we wrap up? Um, no. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, thank you again, Cody, for being here on this uh, episode and look forward to, um, our next episode where we follow up on, on what we just learned. Um, just, uh, encourage y'all to check out our socials also check out Cody's socials. Um, and then we will be having a giveaway, um, for a a gas card. Uh, So check out the socials and uh, kind of get entried into that so you don't miss out. Um, But as always, may God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the ManaFit podcast. Check out our website, www.acast.com slash ManaFit or like and subscribe at ManaFit podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have questions or want to just reach out, you can email us at manafit22 at gmail.com. And as always, may God bless you and keep you.